¿Qué onda, primos y primas? And welcome to my primos podcast, the show where two primos talk about world events and talk over each other as much as possible. Thanks for joining us and welcome. Well, guys, welcome back to my primos podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight, as always, is el primo, my primo, and yours. I don't know. ¿Qué te vas a llamar hoy? I don't want to overstep my bounds. Ulises. Well, guys, welcome to the last ever episode 17 of My Primo's Podcast. You got nervous there, didn't you? No, but we're still doing this thing. <laughs> we're still doing this. Uh, but for those of you that are coming back, we appreciate you. And those of you that are coming for the first time, thanks for giving us a shot. Uh, we are available all over social media at My Primos Podcast. Also, you can listen to the show on any of your podcast or streaming services and even on Spotify now. And tonight, we're just going to catch up. And speaking of that, Ulises, tell me, it's been a week, man. What's up? Uh, I am high on fumes right now. <laughs> a propósito, um, ¿qué estás haciendo? A little bit. No, nah, I was just I fucked up. I, I was some first, Have you seen that? table I have like the wooden table I put a top on and then like where the that como se dice beer not beer but that bottle rack I put in the wall that's the made out of spice rack that spice rack bottle rack whatever like so I'm moving everything and I ended up varnishing that stuff because I didn't when I made it so it might as well you know get it done I varnished it and I did it indoors and now everything's like Everything just smells like fucking <laughs> para, como veneno para cucarachas or, or, or gas fumes or something. So I locked myself in one of the rooms and closed the door <laughs> to not feel the fumes. But you bombed your house. Other than that, just multitasking. I made my. I posted some pictures of. Yesterday I made pupusas. It's been a while. Ahora mira, because you did that. Like, frijoles. La Lucia me dice. Man, how come you can't make pupusas? And I go, I never tried. I mean, I could probably do it, figure it out, but I never tried. Yo nunca las he hecho. No, it's, uh, it quiere maña because <clears throat> I don't know if it was with you that I made it, no. I made but some I made with you, you before. Some. I made some with you before, yeah. pero, like, yo no, yo no sé cómo tortear. Like, cuando la están torteando ahí, like, I try, man. Mi mamá me trató de enseñar, and I just kind of gave up and walked away. No, because I, I posted the, there's a, I posted the pupusas I made, and then somebody said, like, hey, like, how do you make the masa? Well, the trick is that the masa has to be soft enough, and so you, because it has to be malleable, you know, you can make it with, you know, shape it with your hands, because it's not, like, the same as making um, tortillas al estilo como con la prensa, como los mm -hmm. mexicanos, con la prensa, yeah. que allí la masa puede estar un poquito más dura. Obvio, ¿verdad? Porque lo estás haciendo con la, con la prensa, pero si la haces muy duro con la, con la, para la pupusa no sirve porque cuando la, when you try and shape it, it's too hard, right? But then if it's too soft, all the filling, the frijol, el chicharrón, el a queso salir. se sale. Sí. So you have to find that Goldilocks zone of, of not too hard, not it's too soft. Right. No, yeah, it's like a, it took me a while to do it, man. Like when I moved out here to Texas by myself, like, and I was on my own. Like away from mom, right? Um, uh, no, como quien dice, ella siempre las hacía, verdad? Y después las traté de hacer yo aquí. Remember, I made them with you guys. Yeah. But before that, I made a trial run. Y parecían caites y, 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 la, y toda la comida se quedaba en medio. But then I kind of let, my mom kind of walked me through it. And I was like, okay, I remember that. I remember that. So then I una maña que you have to make like a little bowl, a little pouch, and then close it up and then kind of slowly flatten it out. Yeah. So it's it's a trick. It takes some time. I mean, me salen más o menos, not, not like my mom. My mom, like, I'm sure like your mom too, right? They come out like perfect. Scene, like la hey masa man, no y, la, y la hacen así like en un ratito, like así nomás, pa, 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 te las avientan como si nada. And you're there babying it, trying to get the shape right, get salga más o menos. Oh yeah, you know? I'm not, I'm not like like moms or your mom or la abuela that. Así tortilla. Boom, ching al chingadazo. No, pero no, lo que takes... lo que sí aprendió, bueno, la Lucía aprendió a mi mamá era hacer los panes con pollo. Panes relleno, ya yeah, we relleno. had those. Yeah, Esos mandaron a la idea al hospital. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tanto que saltaron ustedes. 
Yeah, and that was like no, but that was like what a year, two years ago. Yeah, we made them something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Ustedes pues ya, lo like, comieron. Quiere, quiere maña. Eso sí. No quiere 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 maña todo eso y como te digo como la pupusa también quiere su maña because si si no lo haces bien y y, y no las no distribuís the filling el chicharrón with todo eso. It's like it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, man. I'm gonna be so America right now. A regular peanut butter and jelly sandwich, everybody has their take on it, though. Or your own tuna sandwich, you know? Like, I know how to make a kick-ass tuna sandwich, but el Jimmy se la come que yo la hago, pero cuando Lucía mm -hmm. lo hace, he won't touch it. He's like, oh, it doesn't taste right. Like, everyone has their their own maña to it, to whatever you No, y, y, y hasta dentro... Y como me acuerdo que también hice panes relleno la vez pasada, y llamé a mi mamá para pedirle la receta... Y le dije, ¿cómo vos la haces? ¿Cómo la Lucía la hace? Y, y me dijo mi mamá, no, dices, es demasiada mayonesa, because you guys put it in a, in a tub of mayonnaise. You know, mayonnaise. So like everybody us. thinks it's different. Like, no, eso te mata. Dices. So it's like, <laughs> even, even within, they talk shit about their own recipe, it's like so each good. other's recipe. It like, kills no, you. Está loca. Así, no, <laughs> no, like, mi mamá le echa una antadera de cosas, like, tiene, like, mostaza, naranjas, uh -huh. Worcestershire sauce. Y hasta cerveza. Cerveza, <laughs> le pone de todo ese, para la gallina, you know, pero, hey, pero sale bueno, like, yeah. pero también, yeah. it's like with anything, right, it eventually becomes your own, like, my mom's version yeah. of it was what Lucia was trying to mimic, now Lucia makes her own version, you know, and so, yeah. y lo hace rapidito, ella también, ya la Lucia no cuesta tanto. Antes te duraba dos días trying to prepare the stuff y el pavo y todo. Yeah, and, and I heard I heard people look forward to it, right? Like everybody Ooh, and you yeah. guys are tired of it, right? No, 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 no. Es que, <laughs> so check this out. Like antes cuando yo conocí well, Thanksgiving familia, is coming up. It so. is, man. It is, it is. Because people, when they used to go, like, when I was, I was courting my bride, I would go to her house for the holidays. And, okay, cool. Hey, it's the holidays. You know, we make a big deal at our place. I'm going to say el pavo. And they're like, ugh. We hate pavo. I'm like, oh, you haven't had my mom's pavo. They're like, nah, pavo's dry. Pavo is just played out. It is oh, what it is. No. I'm like, no. We eat turkey in El Salvador. We preparamos el pavo como una gallina. Es un pipe. Ajá. Es un pipe. Y eh, lo que hacían era daban la lata de jamón, you know, the, the, the regular ham in a can. Just basically like, oh, no like, hoyito así el hoyito y, y así. And then they just spit on it and it put it in, in the, the oven. oven. <laughs> and I was like, okay, hey, I'm down with canned ham. Don't get me wrong. But no, we're going to have good. turkey. Y a huevo, they yeah. had it. They fell in love with it. And every year, Lucia starts making it, making it. Now it's a tradition, you know? It's the effort. To the point of exhaustion now. No, yeah, but it's like the pressure. You know, Lucia feels that pressure yeah. sometimes. Like, oh, I got to make that turkey. I got to make that turkey. But it's worth it, though, man. Yo le dije a Lucia, yo... No, but yeah, like you said, I, I do agree about that, that as when you get recipes and you make them your own, like right now, le llamé tem temprano y mamá le dije, hey, ¿cómo se hace el sopa frijoles con, mm -hmm. con puerco, con hueso de puerco? Y me dijo ella, y le metí, le eché chile, le... So I made it my own, and it's like sopa frijoles, but it's like spicy. Mm, you know, because yeah. now I'm used to like Mexican Most food. Yeah, exactly. I like Mexican food, yeah, like spicy, like spicy. Yeah, like our Spanish is 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 spicy. Yeah, no, el chile Fácil. me encanta, man. Y es la verdad porque uno no acostumbra a comer chile cuando éramos niños. A mí, uh -huh. me acuerdo que me enchilaba la boca el tapatío. Y ahora le siento como nomás agua y sal. ¿Va? Y, no, sí. Pero, como que nomás vinagre y sal. Eh, pues lo que era, pero yo no me acostumbré a ser más mayor. Ya me empezó el, como el sabor para eso. Pero, no, man, yo... This week yo fui al museo aquí en Fort Worth. Oh, Fort yeah, Worth, you did, huh? The Modern Art Museum. I went to check out the, uh, the octopus ate its own arm. And uh, the Takashi Murakami exhibit, it is fucking Is that like Ouroboros? Ouroboros. Ouroboros, the snake that's eating its own tail. Exactly. So this was like the octopus eats its own legs in Japanese. And, you know, he makes a, you know, he does, he's done the album cover for a Kanye West, you know, that Stronger album. And, mm -hmm. and he's known uh, for doing the like a uh, Describe it, it's a little bear flying away with the backpack on and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, he did that, and he also does, like, Louis Vuitton bags, and he's just known, man, and uh, mm -hmm. it was free because, you know, we were balling on a budget. But my son, I want to expose him to everything, you know? Like, I never had that, that, that chance. You used to see, like, people on TV going to the museum, or I watch PBS and be like, oh, we're going to go to a museum today, you know? Like, oh, yeah, on, on PBS, you know? Which I, I think... 
shout out to to PBS and Mr. Rogers and all that because that was the only exposure we had, man, growing up to those things. You know, even my school wouldn't really fund those trips. I remember one time going to like the, I think Natural History Museum down there in, uh, in downtown LA. I remember going there yeah. one time as a kid, and we didn't even get to go look at the exhibits. Like I would see them, like we had, we were only allowed to go through a certain parts of some program, watch some movie about giant beavers. If you guys know about what I'm talking about, please hit us up at my primos podcast. Some giant beaver movie when the IMAX was a big deal. It was down there in Exposition Park. I don't even know if that's still there, uh, but no, yeah, it's still there. All that's and, and yeah, you're right. It, Again, shout out to fucking PBS and Nova Science and Nova Science Now and, and Doctor Who and all those motherfuckers. Yeah, like, that's what I grew up. That's why I, I wanted to be anything with an engineering or science. I would have been happy with, really. Um, but again, it was because of that, because you saw that and they talk about time travel. They talk about relativity in like, very simple terms. So you, it's like beautiful, right? So... Again, that's very important, and and fuck Trump because he cut some of that budget away. So he did, man. Again, it's crazy, again. but like that's what I'm saying. I tried to find the museum. Don't get me wrong; like I'm down to to pay for it. But hey, man, la verdad, eso no se puede. But this was cool. The city makes certain days free. I'm pretty sure everybody, you know, whoever you're listening yeah. to this, they have to have some day of the week where it's free or really low cost. But try to put yourself out there. I'm all, you know, I'm all about creativity. I'm all about art. And I just went after it, and I loved it, man. I posted tons of pictures on the Instagram and even some stories. And I thought about Jimmy looking at stuff, interested. Oh, I love the colors. Why is this? And he had questions, you know. And that's what you want. You want to have that that dialogue with, with especially with get your him, kids. Get him interested back in learning now that he's uh, back, back going back to, to school. school so. You know, I feel like last but time we I, talked I, about back but, to school, we should have uh-huh. played the Deftones. Play back to school. Oh, yeah. That's, what's the name of that song? Back to school. Back to school. That's it, right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, back to school. But, off the whiteout. Oh yeah, like that, that, pony album. Like I appreciate the pictures. Those were because I remember seeing that 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 Murakami um, gallery like in at the Mocha. Mocha ¿cómo se llama? Yeah, it's Mocha. Over there in LA. Yeah. A while back, I remember. But yeah, good shit. No man, it's definitely. Oh. But speaking of 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 back to school, you know, I got an email from somebody that kind of uh, you know how we were kind of complaining about what the fuck happens to your tax money, and. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> chirp, chirp alert. Uh, mm-hmm. Este, I'm gonna read you a kind of a synopsis of it, but I really enjoyed it. But I'm gonna kind of just uh, paraphrase for time's sake. And uh, this listener kind of just uh, tossed it out there. But she works within the school district, so she kind of gave me an inside peek uh-huh. of what's going on there. Cause uh-huh. and this one is specifically, I'll kind Ooh. of paraphrase as much as possible for you. Um, so see, regarding the watermelon kids episode. Uh, I'm not an educator, but I do work with the school district. And this is with regards to California. Because we get a big base in California. Shout out to Cali. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and she says here, uh, here in California, we have what's called LCAP. L-C-A-P, Local Control Accountability Program. Every month, uh, the district has meetings with the community and parents that are invited. And the problem is that parents don't go. Like most of these functions, right? Uh, they are yeah, invited to see how the money. Our dads never went. Exactly, no one ever go. I mean, I never knew about it. Again, I lived through the. I lived through Say by the Bell. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, she says that she goes on to say that um, the board meets every month, uh, but the parents and the people get to vote and decide where the funds will be spent that they receive from the state. Oh. And so, uh, if parents are more involved and were to step up in the education. And they can actually say how the how the money is spent on school supplies. So she goes and says that uh, they don't really talk about school supplies per se. But is that why is that why most of the money always ends up going to sports and football and shit like that? It's they decided, man. They decide, hey, if I'm a booster or if I'm somebody in the in the school board, it's all about sports, and that's where the money goes there. You know, that's what I saw. So or their local like, or their local uniform uniform lobby. <laughs> Exactly. More sports. But look yeah. at this. So he says, here in California, the governor took away a lot of funding from our schools. So now guess what happens? We come up with bonds to raise property taxes. There you go, Walter. And that's where okay. we get the money from. So because your property taxes go up, instead of the state funding them for that, they tax you higher to get that money to go to the schools. And also, 
teachers themselves do come out of pocket, right? We hear that. And she goes to say that here in California, because of the funding being taken away like that, teachers still come out of pocket, but they still get huge discounts everywhere they go. So no diga decir que son pobrecitos, but they are getting some money. They are getting discounts. Fuck that. Still you know? discounts, okay, thank you, but yeah. it's still coming out of their pocket. And it says here that teachers are not necessarily underpaid. Depending on, on their level, I mean, if they have their masters, they can max out at 100K a year. So mm-hmm. I know it's all cost of living for Cali, Texas, all over, but uh, they're saying they're making a decent living. And I see, I know teachers that are not making that, of course, right? But she's just kind of giving you a little glimpse of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, personally, I don't mind buying the school supplies and buying extra for the teachers that have it tough throughout the year. Uh, the teachers still come out of pocket no matter what. But the issue is that the funding goes to lower graded schools in like neighborhoods that we grew up in. So we were in the hood mm-hmm. growing up. We got the free lunches and we really didn't have to worry about providing oh, okay. school supplies. But if a school is in a nicer neighborhood with higher values, they're not going to get the funding that they would get. It's kind of like when you apply for WIC. Those parents that know what's up, let me know. Uh, but when you go apply for WIC where the city gives you money, you know, to go buy like milk and cheese mm-hmm. and all that for your kid because we're broke, poor. <sighs> but... You have to kind of like when you apply for anything. Hey, I don't make enough money. I'm on the I'm under the poverty line. So the schools that are getting the funding are the ones that are in the neighborhoods where we grew up in that are uh, not uh, going to be considered the higher tax, you know, higher higher tax brackets. Yeah, or, but, or but funding. Is, for example, like what what she explained is explaining there. Obviously, if you're living in more affluent community, your property taxes are going to be way higher, which means that your schools are going to be better funded. But then, obviously, the ones that are lower income, their property taxes are lower, so then they get less funding. So that's where the state has to come in and provide that extra funding. Is yeah, that what school, I'm kind of... Yeah, it is, but I mean, she breaks it down. So it says here that if teachers get no funding, then that means they have to pay out of pocket. It also depends on where the school is located. If the school is in a low-income community, they get more funding. They become Title mm-hmm. I schools. So, so they get more funding from the state. Yes. From the state itself, yeah. as opposed to a more affluent community, they fund themselves through their property taxes. No, other property taxes, but the taxes are being taken mm-hmm. to fund to the schools that are in those lower income neighborhoods. If your school is not a Title I school, they get less funding because the parents that live there can afford to buy the school supplies. Mm-hmm. And that's how they, they oh, get okay. that. So do you understand that now if you are in a okay. neighborhood where you make more money, hey, we're not going to really help you out. you got to provide your own school supplies. But if I lived in... And for worth on the north side, there's less expectation for that because of the lower income. Oh, okay, I'm kind of okay. I get it now. Okay. So I don't know if I'm, if I'm butchering the email, but to to really kind of narrow it down, there's a lot more going on to this. Be more involved in your school is really what's going on. Because I'll be honest, man. Yes. It's it, it's it's a headache to go sit in those meetings and go through that because I've tried to do it, but there's no time. You know, it, it sucks. But maybe we gotta make more time. Me, me as a parent. I got to make the time to see what my kid's school was really doing, where the funding's going and how it's used, and maybe more field trips to museums and, you know, make my kid have there better you options. Go. That, that's, that's a good point because, I mean, like our parents, whether it be for a cultural or just language barrier in terms of that, like they didn't go. You know, my mom tried to go, but then, you know, there was like a language you know, barrier there that, uh, you know, we were lucky if the teacher spoke Spanish as well, so I said comunicaban, pero, of course, like, that was the bare minimum that my mom was able to do, and then a lot of times we were translating, oh, so yeah. <laughs> we were translating. No, but there were so many times the pressure of being the, the only person in the house that read Spanish and yeah. English. If Especially you, if you're like the oldest. Oh man, yeah, like, yeah, papeles, like, llegaban papeles de migración, llegaban papeles de los biles de la casa, or certain things. My mom would take me, hey, vení conmigo. Ah, fíjate, me prestaban. Me prestaban para gente yeah. que iba a migración. Oh, hey, va a trasladarle a él. Hey, ve con tal, ve con tal. And they'll give me some cash. I was happy. You know, I was like a baby translator. Yeah. You know, pero sí me prestaban. Hey, andaba a traducir a tal persona. O una con ella tiene yo me acuerdo que mi papá me llevaba hasta, hasta, hasta la corte cuando tenía pues, troquero y pues si te dan ticket, pues tu licencia te la quitan si, si tenías muchos tickets, ¿verdad? muchos puntos en tu licencia. Entonces cada vez que le, que le daban ticket y le tocaba ir a la, a, la, a la corte, 
me llevaba y me ponía ya a platicar y yo, puta madre, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> like, and, then, and then the judge was like, well, you know what, I he was, young man, I appreciate you, like, you know, que no sé qué. So, yeah, I understand, like, that pressure is like, God damn it, dog, like, all this depends on me. Like, if I get, if he gets a point, is it my fault? <laughs> maybe. Not, it's not maybe. his fault. Maybe your fault. No, but that was a, a cool yeah. email. Thank you so much, uh, Prima, for just letting us know. And uh, keep them coming. You know, you guys, trust me, there's plenty of people in the community that know more than we do. I promise you that. If you want to know about Pokemon and some video games, I could really inform you. But when it comes to more stuff like that, just yeah. let us know, you know, definitely. No, but that's very much appreciated because it's, it's like a fir from first-hand account. And that's always, like, better i guess you know well it's it it's our new terms. wave of translation right instead of it being a language barrier mm -hmm. it's now a barrier for for bureaucracy you know in a way and so just if, if you are knowledgeable in something share the information that's, that's why this show started yeah do you remember this is why we started yeah, this that, podcast. That the, so i appreciate that email because it kind of like hey you know you guys let me enlighten you guys yeah. on this subject we very much appreciate that thank you so Also, just to also catch up on 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 on, on something, remember because we did the horoscope, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Walter we did the horoscope. Malcriado, right? Uh, entonces, like I was, I just did did a little bit more research on it, and it turns out that there's a 13th sign what? called Afficus. 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 I'm probably saying it wrong, but Fuck us? it ranges from. Yeah, November 29th to December 17th. So that means that technically everybody's sign is different and shifted. So Pluto in, is no in, longer in a planet. Terms, just to kind of like cut it down, you know, to the point, it's like the Babylonians are the ones that came up with this shit. And when they came up with this shit, they just, you know, came down to 12 signs, right? Because the way a sign is, is, um, Determined is when you're born, where, what, what, in what direction the planet is pointing. So, if you can imagine Earth, the sun, so whatever the sun is pointing at, right? So, the constellation or the sun is in between Earth and the constellation in which you were born, whatever month you were born in. That's how pretty much the zodiac works. So, in your case, it was pointed at the constellation of Cancer. Yeah. When Earth, Sun, and if you draw a line between Earth and the Sun, it points towards, you know, that constellation, right? So it goes around in an elliptical orbit, around, you know, elliptical plane, and that then defines what your zodiac. It turns out that the Babylonians left out a 13th sign, Ophicus, which is a guy handling a snake, pretty much. It is a guy taming a snake. as has a guy with a snake wrapped around his arm or something like that. So... It's kind of like just to touch back on the last episode about you know take it for what you for what it is, but it, you know and and like NASA came out and said hey the Babylonians forgot this so we're and, and the and the NASA put out a statement saying like oh we're not changing your sign we actually don't care and we're not gonna comment on it because it's not science we're just saying that these are the actual constellation thirteen not twelve uh, but that was something so the, the 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 community decided against it yeah. So it's like it's like one of those situations where you know how you hear the the terminology, uh, like I'm 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 butchering it. So please correct me if I'm wrong. Something along the lines of like magic is only science that we don't understand yet, or like what is it like something along those lines? No, magic is it's con it's whatever is magic or you consider magic is just something you don't understand. That's yeah. it. I don't know what's the what's the quote. Yeah, but I that's don't know the quote exactly. But that's kind of so, where we're at. So it's just, you know, going back to that, it's like constellations, blah, blah. And, and, and if you think about it, it's, this is the trippy part that we are, you know, people base. And even before, you know, long, like back in the 50s and all stuff, people based their, a lot of their decisions. And even further back, you know, in tribal times, people, they based their decisions based on the stars, right? So now think about it now, like 
the light from that star takes however mil however many millions of years to get from the star to us. So by the time that light of that particular constellation makes it to us, it's millions of years old. So that means that we're looking literally looking in the past. If you can think about that, that's the trippy part. So whatever constellation you're looking at, and information that you're making your basing your decisions on from whatever constellation. By the time that light makes it from its source to us, it's millions of years old. So we're working with millions of year old information, data, if you want to think about it like that. So That's it's still we're, we're dissecting information or data that we're has already receiving. been. We're receiving the information. Uh-huh. It's been perceiving it as new information, but it's still it's all old information. So, for example, put it this way: if a constellation, right, happens or a star happens to blow up right now, let's say a star blew up right now, or on one of the stars on Iran's belt blew okay. up, the one in the middle right? blows up. We we don't know. We don't know. We wouldn't know no. yet. We're we're gonna know millions of years later. Earth is going to find out, oh, it blew up. Why? Because so then, that light so then is barely making it here. My son asked me the other day, he's like, hey, is the, is the sun is a star and stars explode and the sun is shining so bright right now, does that mean the sun already blew up? No. Because uh, the light, it takes the light eight minutes to get from the sun to Earth. So whatever sun hits you or sun or, the, or whatever light you see is eight minutes old. Not not. not heat but the the photons that hit you are eight minutes old so the information is eight minutes old so if the sun blows up and completely blows up blows up and engulfs us we'll get it in eight minutes it would take we, we get eight <laughs> minutes like <laughs> we get eight minutes of, of life it's like shit you know so so then that's how how that works like and even a even a trippier part like i was watching this show where where they talk about how for example, going off of that same understanding, right, where the source of the light, it takes time for that light to get to your eye for you to see it, right? So if I'm looking at you, let's say we're in a room, right, and you're across the room and I'm looking at you, right? If I turn off the lights, I can't see you, obviously, right? Correct? Yes. So if I turn on, if I turn on the lights, that light has to hit you. And then that light has to bounce from you and come towards my eye for me to see it. But that light, for it to bounce from your shiny forehead <laughs> to my retina, it takes time, right? A very unnoticeable time for us humans, right? Yeah. But it takes time. So that means that that light and that information that I'm receiving is una mierdecima. De vi like, it's like, it's milliseconds old. It's una mierdecima en tiempo. Yeah. Pero it's, it's, it's late, right? So then that information took una mierdecima to get from your forehead. That light, it took it a mierdecima to get from your forehead to my retina, right? Yeah. You're on, that's you're why on you're, board with that's that? What, that's cool. why you can always, the way is the hand is quicker than the eye. You know, the eye has to okay, relay so information. We established that, right? Okay. So I, I want to trip you. I, I want to fuck with you right now. All right, go ahead. That light from Challenge your forehead accepted. to make it to my eye, for me to register it, it took una mierdecima. Okay, cool. All right. So, what I saw, what I'm receiving is already in the past. It's not what is happening to you at the moment. Correct. Right? So, let's let's say that all of a sudden you blink your eye, right? By the time that information makes it to my eye, my, my, when I perceive it and I see you blink, you actually blinked way before that. So you, you see, so you, you see me blink, but my, I already opened my eye, pretty much. You see yeah. me blink, but so I by the time, by the time, by the time the image makes it to me, it's already in the past for you. So that means that I literally am seeing the past all the time. Yes. If you want to be more right? trippy about it, is that I'm always in uh -huh. the future. You know, I'm always ahead of you, exactly. or vice versa. So you're always in the future. I'm always on the past, and vice versa. So neither of us is ever present. Neither of us is ever experiencing each other's present. Nope. Like we're you know, either ahead like, or we're behind. Yeah. We're so never in the moment. Trippy. That's thank you, Nova Science. <laughs> See, shout out to PBS <laughs> that, again. Shout out to Nova Shout Science. Shout out to PBS and Nova 
science. No, no science like, now. And, um, so there is no in the now. Yeah, there isn't. Because no, even when you look at your watch, it takes time for that information to go yep. from your watch already behind. to your eye. Yep. So by the time you look at it, it's actually the different time. Yeah. Fucking crazy. That's why I love that shit, man. I can talk for days on that. So good stuff. Anyways, I mean, it goes in. It goes with the theme of today, right? Back to school. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Education, so, back to school, and so sticking with that. How the, was Jimmy's first day? Uh, first day was good, man. It was kind of a trip because it's Texas and the weather here is weird. This morning we wake up, it's great, it's shiny, lo cambio todo, lo listamos. We go outside, it's pouring down rain, like fucking pouring down rain. Y tan chorizado este bicho, and we just we make it out there. By the time we get to the school, the rain is gone, and so he's good. He's set for the weather. Uh, but it was fine. I met the teacher. Um, yeah, just don't let him wear his 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 UGG boots, his uh, suede UGG boots. He doesn't have suede UGG boots. Oh. Thank you very much. I would not <laughs> allow that. I think you know? I don't know about that thing with school. Is like I said, how the old pequeño, but I started remembering when I was a kid, and like I'm trying to remember when I dressed myself. Like when I, I mean, I dressed myself, but like when did I pick my own clothes? You know, when you're a kid, never. I never. <laughs> There was a point I where I was like, no, like, no me gusta ese color. O no me gusta esa camisa. Because before it was like, hey, put this shit on. Callate, ponete eso y estuvo. Right? Yeah. That's a big, 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 like, the younger you do that, the younger you're allowed to choose your own clothes. To me, it's like, God damn it. Like, I, I wasn't able to do that until I was in high school. Before that, my dad would just take us <laughs> al, a la Walmart y los compraba la misma camisa todos a los tres. La misma camisa, los tres, los mismos zapatos. So, ahí andábamos los tres como los tres mosqueteros, los, los, los hermanos brother. No, no pero, pero fíjate, yeah. es la verdad, porque yo, yo al niño, le compramos cosas nosotros que nos gusta. Que we think, hey, you know what, he's going to look good in this, right? And we like, yeah. think about it. I cut Yeah, but describe hair. your style. What style do you go for? See, this is different, though. Like, it, it changes through time. The aforementioned time. It's not in the now, you know. But I usually go towards more, me personally, I went through that metamorphosis that all people go through. You know, you kind of go through your, your your phases. But I was more into, like, at the end of it, it was always alternative, like, rockabilly, psychobilly kind of. Like, I remember, uh, I remember uh, and uh, what do you call it, uh, I was into a breakdancing break phase. for a while, too, man. I was the whole hip-hop breakdancing thing, which I still dig. So my style for my son falls between that. Like, he wears a very mm-hmm. casual hip-hop style slash 50s psychobilly kind of feel right but i've instilled so he, that in him he, he grabbed it like he, he jumps across each like back and forth between them yeah i've seen you post pictures of a big ass pompadour so you vicariously live through your son's hair i guess so yeah to a certain degree your, your, i think all of hair. us do not, not i don't yeah. think we all live vicariously to no, jimmy's no, hair because of your hair <laughs> no not just because of my hair but i know what he's got and I'm like, man, my kid, uh-huh. as, as, as anything else, like anybody parent out there, you want your kid to look good. Our parents wanted us to look good as best they could, you know, like. No, yeah. You know, to a certain But I'm, I'm just asking, I'm just asking because I remember a pretty dope pompadour back in I the day. I used to have one. You. Before you see, before there was a shiny bulb, there was Brilliant a nice, fate. Hey, hey. <laughs> like, frothy, big, wavy head of hair I had, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was, hey, no, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, you know, genes and hereditary things just took over or took away, but it took away, it yeah. took away, but no, he's, uh, I don't know, I let him, we pick, we pick outfits for him that we think he'll look good in, but at the end of the day, like, really digo ahora, like he's, he's eight years old, he's going to turn nine, and we're going to go out, we kind of let him do his own thing. You know, like he'll grab stuff like, oh, I want this shirt, I want this hat, and I want these shorts, and I'll put these shoes on, and he'll take off. Like, we don't, we recently let him pick his own shoes, and we're like, oh, I don't like the color, I don't like how that looks, but I'm like, you know what? What do I know at this point, right? I've been picking yeah, his clothes. Shit, man. I don't know shit. <laughs> I picked his clothes for the first eight years, and I had a specific style that I picked for him. Now it's like, well, eventually I know either, mira. Un pecado va a ser, pero lo va a ser. Well, that was going to come home one day with a mohawk or a shaved head. And I'd be like, oh, no, he lost, you know, like, it's going to happen. You, you can't, can't breathe. You can't breathe. You can't breathe. Did you at least bring that hair back? I can't breathe. 
but it's gonna happen you know we all go through that like the first time i showed up at the yeah. house with no hair and i shaved my head because i wanted to or i had a mohawk or or i grew out my hair to a pompadour or the first time i told my mom my mama, Yo no quiero el hongo de corte de pelo que me tenía. And i had the, the bow cut oh. you know i don't want Fuck that anymore that. I tenía el pinche corte militar for fucking the longest man pinche así corte buzz almost buzz cut oh i had a flat Y cuando estaba más chiquito, mi papá también, uh, there was a phase donde mi papá no me vestía como, like a, como, like a biker type, you know, like, then I had like some, some Harleys, like the, like the, like, así que son chatas de frente. Did you have like, a They're really vest? nice though. Yeah, they're really nice boots though, but I was dressing like that with like some, like, not skinny pants, but like boot cut pants and like a shirt tucked in and, you know, my belt, like I dressed like that for a long time. You know, when I would go out with him on trips from truck stop to tr truck stop, me in boots, you know, pinche, you sombrero, way, like when I was. You little. know, I used to picture you guys, and I think I'm, I was wrong, but that you were like that Sylvester Stallone movie, Over the Top, when you and your dad are riding cross country, arm wrestling people in truck stops. Is that how your life was as a kid? No, it was more like uh, competing against me and my brothers to see who ate the most at the at the truck stop buffet. <laughs> And locking our doors at night because, you know, yeah. what do you call them? Like parking lot lizards, they call oh, them. Like, yeah. would, would, knock on, would knock on your door. Yeah, and then it was like, and it was like, what do you, well, it was like, man, fuck, just fucking put the, close the, close the doors, everything, you know, safe. No, but it's a big deal with kids, you know. I think that as we grow into our own and you become a parent, you know, I know that a lot of you out there are parents, but, and you'll feel me on this. You try to do better than than what you when your parents could do, you know, economically, uh, socially, and even allowing your kid to have a little more freedom than we did, right? But I'll give you an example. There's a flip side to it too, overprotectiveness, right? Like I'm guilty of it, dude. Like I'm, like I got a notification today from the school, first day of school, saying, "Hey, uh, Jimmy's supposed to hop the bus home," and I go, "No, no, someone's picking him up." Like no, they said he can hop the bus home, and we had like a fucking forty minute conversation about. Are we going to let him hop the bus home? Which my mom, at 10 years old, gave me bus fare and said, hop the metro and hit, meet me in a, allá abajo en la, en la Normandy Imperial and I'll, I'll pick you up on the street corner, you know? And so I'm like, damn, there's a yeah. big contrast there, you know, where, where I'm overprotective. No, I mean, the, that's not good either, man. You got you to gotta let you gotta let, let him. But at the same time, we're not growing up with I mean, I, I, th that's not good overprotectiveness and and you have to let let him over there you know be by himself fend for himself but at the same time it's not the same world we grew up in like nobody can tell you like much less myself or your parents can tell you like hey you're you're overprotecting that kid too much well it's not the same world you grew up mom and dad it's like completely different you know and I hear the argument because I may say la gente oh pues there's always been evil in the world, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. There has no, been. no, 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 but... no, no, no. I'm not referring to evil. Evil, there's always been evil in the world, man. What I'm referring to is some idiot on his phone not looking at the cross, you know, you know, at the street, fucking running over your kid. Or That's the city not having the you know? funds to have a fucking crossing guard because the money's being put yeah, somewhere else. Exactly. Exactly. your house when we used to grow up in La Orchard? Esa morenita uh -huh. that was a crossing guard for like 30 years yeah. on that street corner. Yeah. And she knew everybody so, that walked so, that route. So just kind of to, to put it in, you know, ground ground it and the difference that there is now is like, again, antes tal vez there was more funding for for crossing guards. Not anymore, right? And, and then on top of that, now you have way much more distracted drivers because back in the day not only did you not have a phone but a lot of people drove drove stick shift <laughs> true, so true. the best solution for not being on your phone is ha driving a stick shift being listen like, I've no done hold it, on i've, I've been the phone i've been the worst but, at it man i had a stick shift you know, yeah and just think about that like that alone that to me that you don't need you don't need evil like it's not even evil you have to worry about in certain you know instances you know, it's like there's a whole thing I saw a video online like months ago where in Japan they let four year olds just go on the train, go to school, and like they fend for themselves. There's nobody really watching over them. Like the like the community. Oh, yeah, like the I, city. Saw, I saw I saw something about that. Like in but here in America it's like 
I don't know what it is, man. It called me a helicopter parent or whatever to a certain degree. When it comes to that, I'm very hesitant. I'm okay with him figuring shit out on his own. I'm very good with him. Hey, there's some tools. Figure this out. Oh, hey, go ahead. And, you know, I'm not worried about language. I'm not worried about content to a certain degree, right? I never baby talked him. You know, I never baby talked my kid, ever. And me decía, me decía, me esposa me decía, like, oh, why don't you, you're being mean. You're not even, you're not like baby talking him. And you know, everybody's going. So you wouldn't be like, hey, hey, Freddy, Freddy, Weddy, or whatever the fuck. Or like little baby voices and all that. But you don't know how to do baby talk. You've never done baby talk. I've never done baby talk. And you're a cold-hearted motherfucker, huh? I'm not cold-hearted. It's never. I don't remember it. Maybe because I was raised no. in a certain way too, but no, no. But you doing it yourself, you never uh-huh. actually did a baby talk. So you would, if I asked you to do a baby talk right now, you wouldn't be able to fucking. I'd be more like, "Come hey, out, baby, what's up? What's up, baby? baby? Like, <laughs> that, like, that kind of baby <laughs> talk, not the baby baby talk. That kind of baby talk. No, I got, I got game. But when it comes to talking to a child, I mean, I have a little niece right now. She's like two years old, I think, and. No más hago sonidos como de animales o le digo hola mamá cómo estás así le pero le hablo directo yo no le hago like, like rough. <laughs> no like a pato or something like, quack, 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 quack. Or I quack at her like I'll make a duck noises and stuff like that and just fun noises y le hablo bonito como hola cómo estás hija le hablo así verdad mm-hmm. hola mamá cómo estás pero no le hablo como like oh beep, 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 beep. no like no le hablo así que I don't baby talker and I never did that with James either. And what I'm getting at is I read an article, I don't know, weeks or months ago where it, it affirmed, you know, affirmed, I hit this table, affirmed my belief that it having confirmed, your, your confirmed conviction. My, my conviction on that is that they're saying something along the lines that in neuroscience that the language that kids are exposed to at early ages is going to develop their language and their, you know, I'm not going to say their, their success, but it helps in conversational skills, language skills, and presentations, public fuck speaking, yeah, all that. Fuck right? yeah, their success. No, oh, yeah, it is. It does affect their success. But they're saying that the article was really more along the lines of, like, socioeconomic. Like, if you live mm-hmm. in a, in a lower-end neighborhood, you are not exposed to certain words that someone in a higher-end neighborhood is or higher-end schools. And if kids at a certain age level are spoken to straight up direct, not necessarily above their heads, but just have a, a regular conversation with them, adult conversation. It develops that muscle a lot sooner. So when they are not exposed to those things at an early age, you're giving them to them already. And it's just regular stuff, but it's a, well, th- th- I mean, and, and they're, they're completely right because to kind of like ground that in reality, what you're saying to me, what that translates into is just, Especially for us being, you know, English, Spanish was our first language, right? And then we learned English when, once we started going to school. The, the way that kind of, to me, works or, or translates is that, for example, you, I remember I remember my dad would, would send me to, a comprarle partes para el camión cuando estaba arreglando. Y una vez me mandó y me dice, and this, I was already a teenager, you know, I was like 17 years old, something like that. And me dice, anda a comprarme la, la Tyro, del troque, la Tyro. Y no sé qué, en que, what the fuck is that? Is? Y ya voy al, al truck, al, al truck parts, whatever, y le digo al guy, is this white guy, like, hey, la Tyro. And he just looks at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and then me so, y ya dice, oh, what, it's like, describe it to me. It's like, I describe it to him. Oh, what you mean is the Tyro. So that means oh. it's a tie rod. It's for your for your wheels. You similar, know, for your, story, f- similar story. Similar story. Am I in? There's two of them. One, I had a un, pa, un pariente, un amigo de familia. No, no, but let me let me wait. So just yeah. to add on to the, the the whole different language thing, and then the guy told me, "Hey, no, we don't have that part, but we have another auto part. There's another auto parts on such and such and such road. Go there." And he's like, "What road is it off?" And I'm, he's like, "Oh, Europe, Europa." Europa, and I'm just like, what the fuck is Europa, 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 and I'm thinking, no, it's like, you live here, it's like, yeah, I live here, like, you know, you don't know where you're, no, oh, and I'm like, you mean Hurupa, 
you mean Hurupa? And the guy's like, oh, I guess. It's like, oh, shit. So it's like, that whole that whole thing, you know, it's like a cultural thing, you know. It is cultural, <laughs> but it is it's like funny. Cause talking about that guy, I was telling you, he like, I remember in Huntington Park, California, there was a uh, remember the, the old record store in Ritmo Latino. There was I like think a so. when when record stores were a thing. I think Ritmo Latino was like the the big deal where like oh you can come buy like Latin so it records. had it had different tenía diferentes sucursales like it was yeah but it like was a like, franchise it was a franchise but it was a big deal it was like oh this is where you can go buy mm-hmm. CDs and cassettes and records and Aniceto Molina y and todo, todo like cumbias todo eso pero también cassettes todavía y había un bato me dice oh hey man, you know en el radio like me dijo hey Stanley anda a preguntar a la muchacha que si tienen un un, un cassette foreigner like, de foreigner? qué foreigner Foreigner, foreigner, uh-huh. foreigner, like foreigner. And muchacha is in English. Hey, um, my my uncle, my friend here wants to know if you have a foreigner, uh, cassette or CD. <laughs> and he's like, foreigner, foreigner. <laughs> oh, you mean foreigner? And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, foreigner. Oh, he said, he said, it's foreigner. Oh, okay, in Salvador they say I'm foreigner. And yo así lo conozco como foreigner. And I'm like, oh shit. Man, and, and they still call us un Americans and we're out there buying their foreigner. Like, if, if, are, are they the ones that don't stop believe? There's them, okay? Imagine, like, I know that song, so don't fucking come. Don't tell me I'm not a fucking American. Isn't that crazy? I know how your music. A foreigner I know your food. is listening to foreigners. That's kind of meta, man. <laughs> it's that, that yeah. you know, future, past travel. Is foreigner listening to foreigner about. Don't stop yeah, believing. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's so meta. don't tell me I'm not American. Don't tell us we're not American. Um, but, like, I agree with you on that. Like, for example, another example is, like, and, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners can kind of understand, and the way this affects you greatly, like, it's, like it really fucking affects you. Like, to kind of make a point of it is that it, it makes you sound more inte- like much more intelligent if, if your vocabulary is much more, you know, it you know, does much more worldly or expanded. So, um, for example, I remember being in college, in like a little bit before college, around that time, and for example, if somebody tells you, "Hey, go suck gasoline out of that tank and put it in a a jug," right? Like you have to describe the whole action, like, and when you can just say, "Go siphon gas," right? Like, if you do not not know the language, you sound dumber, pretty much. Because if I didn't know that word, which I didn't learn that word until I was, you know, you know, in college, you know, that affects you. Because imagine between, between and you know, being a, a fifth grader or whatever to high school, I didn't know that word, right? So then if I wanted to communicate to somebody, hey, can you suck with a hose, a suck... Put your gasoline mouth on out of hose. that tank. Yeah. So you have to describe the whole thing. So it turns into like a story of you describing to that person an action, right? Now, if I would have grown up with English being my first language, those type of words are known. I just, a hey, siphon gas. That's it. So just imagine how much more intelligent that makes. That that, that little example, imagine how much more intelligent that alone makes no, you but sound. The, the, huh? the article, and I looked it up, just to kind of give a little bit of ground into it here, like the the neurology behind it is that it actually works the comprehension uh, section of the brain a lot sooner in your in your child development because it, it's preparing the the brain for critical thinking with the with those with those words, and then obviously yeah, like you exactly. said, it'll help in exactly. in all the, everything else. Yeah, that's a critical. It's exactly the example I'm giving. Like you're using all these words to describe one thing. On the other hand, you know the word, you describe it, and it's like boom, there. You know, and it, and that follows you all the way till you get much older. And and that's why you you'll you'll see that Latinos are going to college at a much higher rate now. But um, a lot of Latinos are dropping out though. Like one thing is to get into college. Get accepted, start going to college, and then make it out of college. So here's There's the a thing. lot of people that, you know? It, it bothers me, and please call me jaded, and I'm sorry I'll get some more mm-hmm. hate mail. And because, and you know, Wilmer out there calls me whitewash, still burns, Wilmer. Still burns. Pero, do an example. Yo trabajo en una industria where I'm on the phone all day. Okay? Yeah. Y gente habla y pide ayuda, it's finance. 
And so I get phone calls from people that go, I'll give you an example. Hi, uh, I need some help with my, uh, my bill and my contract. I need some assistance. And I know that the terms on there, I want to make sure that I'm not getting taken advantage of. Could you check the bylaws for me? Right? That's one. I am, as a, an employee or a company, would be like, yes, sir, not a problem at all. I can definitely assist you with that. Cool? I get cool. this phone call. Hey, man, like, like, I have a question for you. Like, the bill is really high. Okay, where's the question? That's what I'm thinking immediately. There's no question there. It's a statement. Mm -hmm. And then I keep going, and it's not to diminish anything. Like, okay, sir, you know, I understand your bill's a little high. You know, I can definitely assist you with that. Yeah, bro, like, 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 why is it like that? And I kind of sit back, and I look at the, I can look at their information, and I go like, man, this guy's 25 years old, you know? And more than likely, mm -hmm. obviously born here. And then I wonder to myself, like, like it bothers me. And, it, and I, I'm sorry if I come across a certain way. But like you said, this kind of touches on that where, unfortunately, because the I've never seen this guy beyond a conversation, my conversation yeah. changes. It, it changes where I'm like, well, what do you want? You know, in my head, and I'm trying to be polite, but what do you want? You're not, you're not expressing what you need. If all you're telling me is my bill is too high, I can concur. And explain why was there anything else but when the other guy was able to explain and articulate what he needed he's getting more out of that contract more out of that thing more things in his favor and so when i hear a latino obvious latino and i hate to say it call in speak a certain way he's not getting the benefit of uh, uh, of the same situation yeah and, and and that's the goddamn truth and and to a certain extent it's not it's it's a societal i mean it's parenting but then like how can i blame my mom and dad if like my mom barely knows the language and she's trying her best to learn yeah. it and there's there's a lot of stuff that like we are the ones that are having to figure this shit out on our own right so then that's where maybe you have a like and that's mentioning you siendo latino yeah. you still get you know a little bit it sounds like irritated by it, it is, but it is. But, and I try to help. I go, hey, you know what? Let me educate you as much as I can. And at the end of it, they're grateful. And they hear it in their mm -hmm. voice. They're like, oh, wow, man. No one ever told me that. And I go like, well, it's because the way you speak and you don't know what questions to ask. That muscle, that comprehension muscle wasn't worked. And so at least a little piece of me goes, you know what? If I can at least educate this 25-year-old as much as possible and he walks away a little little brighter just on this specific thing, I did my part. But I do get irritated because I, and I guess it's just a chip on my shoulder, man, I was expected to be perfect on both sides. I better speak English perfect because I was born here. I better speak Spanish perfect because my mom and dad spoke it. And that's my first language. And so, cuando yo, no, yo aprendí que la palabra coger meant more than fucking, it was a big to-do in high school. <laughs> okay? Because that's what I... Los creamos así, ¿no? Yeah, pero como dice el, el, el inglés, no lo sé, el español se me está olvidando. Um, so, nos quedamos mudo. But, está yeah. cabrón. I mean, at the same time, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a difficult line to thread through or walk, line to walk, I guess. But, like, we have to make the most of it, and you got you you know you you have to make shit happen for yourself one way or yeah. another. Well, you know? And that's why wherever you can, whenever you can, wherever you can, whether it be your job, a hobby, or a neighbor, or whatever the fuck, you know, be be you know, extend that patience patience yeah. to you know, people. Because for example, at work there was a one instance where. We had an we had a an engineer, and he no me acuerdo de dónde era el muchacho. No, I don't want to misquote, pero creo que I think he was Pac Indian. He might have been Indian, I think, um, from 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 his name, uh, or it could be Pac. He could have been Pakistani, but his, you know, he was the he was the main engineer in Houston, and he went ahead and he was managing the Houston branch. But then clients started calling, complaining that they didn't know what the fuck he was saying. Clients started calling, hey, like, I don't want to talk to your engineer because I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Like, 
actual clients will call in that tone and language asking what the fuck. And typically these clients tend to be white men. You know, they're the ones in, in power, they're the ones with the higher positions and blah blah. So then these men used to call in complaining that they didn't want to talk to that engineer. And he's the actual engineer. Yeah. So then the company kind of suggested, hey, let's go ahead and, and get you some, you know, language training. So to kind of like help him enunciate his English better, which to one extent it's kind of insensitive, but to but in another extent se me hace que, you know, at least they were trying, hey, yeah. you know, we don't want to just let you go, you know. Like we want you to improve on this and blah, 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 blah. So then they would, like even the admin, she would complain that, and then there was another, there was a client that used to call in with very, you know, bad English, and she never understood him. She would say, hey, hey, Walter, and ella era mexicana, bilingüe, y este vato era Indian, and he would call in, and nobody in the office would understand what he was saying. And then siempre me lo pasaban a mí, and somehow I was able, I would decipher what he was saying. Like he would say something, and I would be like, I would, I was being as polite as possible. I would tell him like, oh, I didn't get that. Can you repeat it again? And then he would say it. I wouldn't get it. Hey, like I think like the connection's bad. You sound weird. Can you repeat it again? So, you know, I would, I boom, like I would under, I would eventually figure out what he wanted. Right? Okay, this is what he wanted, and they would tell me like, "How did how did you do it?" Like, I don't understand what the fuck he's saying, right? But you know what's the difference is that you have to have patience with people. Yeah. Some yeah. people just, patience. especially older white men, they don't fucking as soon as they hear a fucking little bit of an accent on you, and not obviously not all people, not all, not all white men, but the most of the white men I used to I've dealt with, as soon as they hear, like another example is like I showed up to a job site. And they make a lot of assumptions, right? And I show up and I tell him, like, he was like, oh, she shakes my hand. He's like, or the guy shakes my hand and he's like, hey, wasn't Walter going to show up? And I'm like, I, I am Walter. <laughs> and then he sees the short Mexican guy probably. That's what he thought. So then it's all these assumptions you make and they have no patience for it. So then that's why they don't understand what the fuck they're saying. And that's why we don't understand what they're saying. Because we to just it just takes a little bit of patience. That's it. Patience. That's all I'm trying to say. Just you know. No, it's patience, and I think that también nosotros. Like you told me, like I do get irritated, but I try to take a breath and I go, okay. I was 25 once. My mom and dad didn't know about this. You know, it's different. Yeah. They don't teach the stuff. They really don't take the time to teach the things, or they weren't aware of it. This is they, what they should teach. It's just what they teach, right? Finance, uh, being morally understanding. Being more, more more apt to learn and help each other, not step on each other, right? And kind of to wrap things here, I know that we've run long on the show about, shit, a lot of things, actually, to be honest with you. But to what I'm kind of getting at is at the end, like you said, Walter, we need, more, we need to be more patient with each other and other people yeah. as well. You know, even uno que es Latino y nacido aquí, se cree más que otra gente. And it sucks when that happens, you know? And... You know, I'm, I'm, I'll raise my hand and be guilty of it where I'm like, fuck, dude, like, you're 20 years old and born here and you can barely speak the English language, let alone <laughs> yeah. the Spanish one, and you live here. So it matters. I mean, yeah, give me, I'll, I'll give myself some credit here and there about how I, you know, how I speak or what I put in front of my kid or what I try to, to, to spread out in the word. But like when me and Walter started this show, it was about sharing information, right? So let's share yeah. that knowledge. Let's share information, you know. If you know a certain facet and you see someone that's struggling with it, why don't you extend that hand instead of being like, ah, he'll figure it out. Or, oh, he, hell no. Or, People like, yeah, just be patient. That's all I'm saying. Like, I've run into so many instances where it's all you have to be just a little bit patient, man. And, yeah. and, and, and we have to, like, we can't expect it from anybody else. So let's at least do it within our own communities, you yes. know, because if we don't do it, other fucking people, they'll just. Like, as soon as they hear your voice and they hear an accent, they immediately just Check assume the worst of you. They assume you're dumb. When on the other, actually, you're actually much more intelligent than they are and capable because you're speaking two different languages, two different cultures, blah, blah, blah. Everybody, you know, I'm sure people know that story yeah, already. Yeah, so but, there. But we have to, yeah. like you said, help each other, be patient, and even in our own community, be willing to help within and outside of it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you helped that guy that was, that was Indian 
and you were able to decipher it somehow because of the language that you had in your head, the the mental, that muscle, that comprehension muscle that yeah. you worked, introduction of different words. So put it out there, guys. And I, and I wonder, like, just to, to like, like, just the psyche behind that. For example, white people or Americans, right? Anywhere they go, they accept dollars. Anywhere they go, somebody speaks English. Even if it's bad English, somebody speaks it, right? So then... I don't know, like, is it, is it, is it one, just, um, como se dice, they're just one incent, I mean, let's not call them racist, right, just, let's stay away from that, let's just, one, are they insensitive, and two, is it that they don't have that muscle developed in terms of being able to interact with other, other languages and trying to decipher, because again, I've, I've spoken to so many engineers with bad English and clients with bad English, and I sit there and I take the time to count and I figure it out and then oh this is what he was talking about this is what they were saying and then everybody else in the office was like okay shit like what the fuck I, to me it just ended up you know so again is it you know from 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 a a white person here that is just what do you call somebody that only speaks one language monolingual yeah monolingual. I don't know like so then is it that they suck at that they pretty much like their upbringing, their culture, their world that pretty much caters to them anywhere they go on the planet pretty much you can expect somebody to speak English to you. Does that mean that they suck at having or trying one having the patience and cadence to kind of and then the understanding to kind of just you know figure out what so what's That's a very saying. slippery slope and like a, and a long conversation we can have about it because mm -hmm. That starts digging into not only language but like privilege and yeah. the, the even muscle memory to a fact that, como dice, si le das un bichito, comprehension, comprehension, si le das un bichito, even muscle physical, una pala that's never used a pala before, mm -hmm. he's fucking gonna trip over the thing and cut himself in the teeth. Yeah. Like, you know, he just doesn't know how to physically do it. So, when you talk about language, the fact that, and even bringing it down even to our level, as far as like, uh, because I said I'm not an educator on, I'm not educated on the psyche yeah. you know just from what I know but you think about it that article or kind of the whole no baby talking introduction yeah, going of, back to language going to, yeah. that, going to language introducing that kind of vocabulary and comprehension to a child at that age the same thing goes now with introduction of languages and being bilingual you know instead of we have that leg up you know as bilinguals and so when someone's monolinguistic or has limitations on the languages that they're hearing, then dude, think about it. Like, they are limited in their growth in, in the mental yeah. capacity. And so, if... And their patience. Hey, man, shout out to PBS, because my mom would say it. She goes like, oh, I aprende en la televisión. It's crazy, but she, she was right, because I learned from Nova, PBS, yeah. you know... Uh, I was gonna say Doctor Strange, but you know, <laughs> Doctor, you know, Doctor Who, and uh, you know, just the fact that I, you know, uh, Fred Rogers and all that. But you know, it's just a matter of us sharing information within ourselves too, and everybody out there. Guys, I think we reached the uh, the end of our show. We definitely, uh, man, this is, it got deep. You know, I guess education. I mean, you know, and I guess I know education is important in every yeah. facet. Uh, so just expose yourself, and if you have kids, expose them. Even a nephew or niece, just someone that you know needs a. Uh, think about it. If you're if you're if you're an uncle to a niece that or a, or a nephew that doesn't have the means to go to a museum, pull them along with you. You know, why not? You know, do so do some good within the family and and just kind of spread that information. You know, because if you if you don't have that, then we're not helping each other at all. 
But I want to just remind you guys that we are a weekly show, that we keep doing this until we can't know more. Uh, let us know that you're listening. You know, Go ahead and hit us up on social media. Uh, email us at myprimospodcast at gmail.com like some of you already have. We definitely appreciate that. Keep going out there after it. You know, the information is there for the taking. Let's spread it. Let's help each other. And Walter, take us out, man. Leave us with some some words of wisdom. Um, I mean, I know we're here talking about English and we suck at English and then we suck at Spanish. Honestly, don't be too hard on yourself. That both languages are from the colonizer. <laughs> Unfortunately, like neither language is really ours. You know, obviously Spanish is much more ours than English because we modified in Spanish. Como el, el castellano es el de España, ¿verdad? Y aquí estamos con el pinche español. Y el español ya lo modificamos hasta el punto que elote, ¿verdad? Es español, pero es una palabra indígena. Pero al mismo tiempo, don't feel too bad about it. They're both colonizing languages, so fuck them. <laughs>